common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, joining us now, we have Peter Schweitzer, uh, the great investigative journalist. Uh, Peter, you had a blockbuster column. It was in Gatestone talking about how these sort of Iranian infiltrators, if you will, I call them Iranian stooges, if you will. Stooges is the right word. See, I knew you'd love that, Judge. Can I call (laughs) you Judge? Absolutely. Peter, what a great column. Welcome back to the show. I have to tell you something. I read that article. I said, finally, somebody is speaking the truth about how our Department of Defense and our State Department is populated by Iranian stooges and supporters. What are we doing? Are we totally out of our minds? Yeah, no, it's remarkable. I mean, you think the Department of Defense and the State Department, who are designed to protect us, whether it's diplomatically or militarily, would be screening employees, would be looking at their activities and connections. Uh, but they're clearly not. Uh, and it's not just one person. It's a series of people. Um, you've got Robert Malley, who is a uh, advisor in the State Department. He's on leave right now. His security clearance was suspended. We don't quite know why. Uh, but this is a guy who has previously got into trouble for having uh, contact with Hamas. Uh, he was part of the Obama 2008, um, uh, an advisor to 2008 uh, Barack Obama presidential campaign. He was let go by the Obama campaign because he had unauthorized discussions with Hamas leaders. By the way, can I just say one thing, Peter? And you and I have known yeah. each other how many, like 20 years? Yes, I mean, yes. you know, it's like uh, it's pretty bad. If they got to get rid of uh, a guy because Obama, I mean, Obama and Biden, they have like leaned over. I mean, they have rolled over so much for Iran. So if they're getting rid of them, it's got to be pretty bad. (laughs) Well, this guy, Miley, is the guy who negotiated the deal. Isn't that correct, Peter? Iran. That's that's exactly right. And think about it. This guy was too toxic for Barack Obama. And Joe Biden says, oh, he's the guy I'm going to hire. Yeah, he's the guy for me. Yeah, so he's the one that negotiated the release of the $6 billion in frozen assets to Iran. It turns out now there was a leaked cache of of Iranian government correspondence and emails uh, that came out that talks about something called the Iran Experts Initiative, which is a propaganda effort that the government of Iran created in 2014 to cultivate relationships and to develop pro-Iranian stances in foreign government. Turns out two of the people working with this Iran Experts Initiative were advisors to Robert Malley at the U.S. State Department. So it goes much deeper than just Malley himself. And uh, Peter Schweitzer, uh, we have Governor Pataki here as a question. Yeah, Peter, thank you again for all you're doing here. Just uh, a question. Uh, I can't conceive that Biden uh, pays so much attention that he was the one who decided, okay, we're going to bring Malley in from the cold here. Uh, yeah. It makes me worry about the higher-ups at the State Department uh, because yeah. it's not Biden who's making this decision. It's someone who's still uh, in an important position in the State Department. Have you looked into that at all? Yeah, no, that's a great point, uh, Governor. Yeah, I mean, the decision probably was made by uh, either the Secretary of State himself, uh, Tony Blinken, a longtime uh, Biden aide, or it would have been made by one of the assistant secretaries, but it would have been made by a senior leader. But the reality is, is that, you know, people kind of knew who Robert Malley was. If you operate in, in the area of Iran policy, diplomacy in the Middle East, people know who Robert Malley is. They know that he has very radical ideas. Um, he's he's very anti-Israel. He's pro-Iran. Um, 
So when he showed up, experts in the field knew exactly what they were getting uh, when he was put in, in that position. And the question is, is how was this allowed to happen? Why did not some adult in the room stand up and say, hey, you know what, wait a minute. Let's pick somebody that wants to carry out the president's policy, you know, whether you agree with it or not. But let's not pick a guy like this who has the baggage he has and has some of the, the, the questionable relationships that he has with terrorist organizations like Hamas. Well, uh, Peter, this is Rudy Washington. And since I have this tremendous brain trust around me right now. I pose, are you, who are you looking at? Are you looking um, at me or who are you and, and John <laughs> or who are you looking at? I'm, of course I'm looking, looking at, at you. the okay. treasurer's children. Yeah, the children. Yeah, Theo and Johnny. <laughs> can, can someone just tell me? why we've been trying to change the hedge money in the Middle East. Um, why would we empower somebody who says death to America every Friday and death to Israel? Why are we trying to do this? You have to why ask Barack we, Obama that. I, I'm asking you guys, if, if has anybody gotten to the bottom of this? Yeah, I, we like, shipped them skin yeah. loads of cash in the middle of the night. We arranged for them to get billions of dollars. We our don't enforce the sanctions. Our president was going to give him $6 billion, and, and the country went ballistic. We've eliminated the sanctions. They're making $2 billion a week. We know they're the prime funders of every terrorist group in the Middle East and globally. And they say to us every Friday in their prayers, Death to America. What part of that statement we don't understand? Yeah, Peter Schweitzer, it isn't obvious. And, and again, Sadly, what Rudy is talking about is coming from the president of the United States. We're not talking about the president of some other country. This is our country. And we're the priorities. And they're saying, we're going to kill you. That's what I'm and saying. And we're saying, well, here goes yeah. $10 billion. Yeah, here's money. <laughs> Keep coming. And right? They, and they help Peter, let's not forget, they have open contracts out on Ambassador Bolton, yep. Congressman yep. Peter King, right. and other Mike luminaries. Ben-Hale. Mike Pompeo is here. He has uh, six security uh, uh, people from the State Department here with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a huge problem. And look, it is, in my mind, the oldest con in the book by tyrants overseas. We saw it, you know, during the Cold War, the Soviets were, you know, peddling the line. Well, look, we're only hostile towards you because we feel threatened by you. If you give us stuff, if you're nice to us, if you appease us, Everything's going to be fine. The Iranians have been running the same posture. We all know it's not true. It's, it's, it's a con designed to get us to give them money, which they are then going to use to try to kill us and kill our allies. But it's a con that seems to work. And seemingly, you know, smart people, uh, diplomats, people that are running our government agencies fall for this con all the time. And it, it's just, you know, it's like the old uh, line that Golda Meir, the great uh, prime minister of Israel, said. If somebody says they're going to kill you, believe them. Um, and that should be the posture and the position of this administration, not trying to think we can buy off the Iranians and become friends by appeasing them. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. 
Yeah, real quick question, Governor Pataki. Uh, Peter, we're running out of time, but I want to switch gears very quickly here. Uh, I'm 90% convinced Biden can't run for president again. He, he had his 81st birthday. He doesn't know which way to get off the stage. Well, He's going to be Dr. president. Mark Siegel is coming on after this. That's He's going right to talk, talk about it. But five years from now, the idea that five years from now, this guy is going to still be president is not going to fly. My suggestion is, are you taking a look at Governor Gavin Newsom? Because you might have some interesting uh, um, opportunities to look into his background, because I think he will be the choice of the Democratic Party. Do you know something, no, Governor Pataki? Uh, well, no, uh, well, I know something, but nothing about this. President Biden brought him. I'll take a bet right now, though. President Biden turned to him and said, uh, you might be the next president. Yeah, he did like say it. He did say exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, obviously. He must know something. And, yeah. and he met yes. she. He met she. <laughs> I, I think Biden stepping aside, it's, it's going to be Newsom. So, Peter, you should get on that right away. And he cleaned the streets for a day, Let's too. Go, one day. Yeah. You're talking about. Uh, yeah, Biden, that, Biden's but, yep, yep. So let's now thank have, uh, let's thank Peter. Peter, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you, it, Peter. Thank You're you, great. Peter. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks.